Lindy. And I'm Haya. Today we're interviewing Caitlin Martin, a phenomenal poet and teacher whose work managed to reach me through Instagram, where I immediately fell in love. Aww. Hi. Hey, <laughs> everyone. Please tell us your story. Just tell me a little bit about myself. Yeah. I'm Caitlin. I live in Oakland right now. I'm a fifth grade teacher. I'm about to turn 28, which is super cool. I'm from Southern California, but I've been living in the Bay Area for about 10 years now. Yeah. Did I say I'm a fifth grade teacher already? Yes, yes. I did. <laughs> I'm the proud mother of two beautiful fur babies, little chihuahuas, Sadie and Effie. Shout out to them. And I'm getting married in October. Oh, congratulations. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about like writing or tell you how I started writing? Yeah. When did you start writing? I started writing pretty much as soon as I started reading. My mom brags to everyone that I taught myself how to read when I was like four and after that I just started I was just like very curious about sounds like I don't know if I was like necessarily writing things correctly but I was just like I would write these kind of like exploratory spelling and then read them to my mom as these stories so I've been doing this pretty much my whole life I mostly started out with like journaling and then writing like little short stories but I didn't share them with anyone until I don't think the first time I shared my writing with anyone is I was maybe like 21 like wow. besides my teachers, I didn't have a ton of confidence about it. So that's been like the really surreal thing about having this poetry account and like mm-hmm. talking to people from, you know, other states and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, you read that? <laughs> <laughs> what got you to finally share it? I think this current project that I'm doing, the Baby Girl Project, it started out as these like letters to myself, to younger versions of myself. I just realized it was something I just so needed to do. So I could be the person that I like really want to be, be the person that I like believe myself to be. And I just had this feeling like if I'm going through this, then I'm sure like most girls are going through this, most people are going through this. And it's like, I don't want to like, it can't just be for me. And it was a really transformational thing for me writing these letters. And I just like, I don't know, I just had this feeling like now's the time. It's like now or never. And especially since the stuff I was writing about was about being like braver and having more confidence and seeing myself as this like extraordinary person that I am and it's like then I gotta share I gotta put my money where my mouth is you know and I love it I love building this community together I love like when people message me and yeah it's awesome that you get to do that where do you get your inspiration from right now mostly I've been I've been really really focused on like trying to trying to almost like define the human experience like make this like blueprint of like what does it mean to like come home to yourself I use that phrase in my writing a lot and I'm really trying to get like these like on the ground stories I I don't know about you guys but I've always been someone who's like really into like fantasy stories and like things that are like larger than life like I'm such a Harry Potter nerd like I have a Harry Potter tattoo and I always thought that my writing had to like be that too like that's what like would make me like a real writer if I was like come up with this story that was groundbreaking and special and extraordinary and then I had this realization I'm like wait like the groundbreaking special extraordinary things are happening like right in front of my face and I'm missing them so right now my inspiration is like mostly just from conversations I have with my friends or my fiance or my students I usually just kind of take like a line that they said or something that came up in the conversation and build around that I'm trying to like really push myself to be like, I'm living an epic story. Like I have love stories. I have good versus evil. Like I fought bad guys. Like I have these epic stories and like, so do all the people I know. And that's what we should be talking about. Cause like everyone's stories matter. I'm really trying to get at these like small wonders, these like everyday explosions, you know, that's the big thing right now. 
and also like my old journals from college which are like so sappy and kind of embarrassing <laughs> but I feel like they're very important to like get to back to that person who had like so many feelings because I think that's where like yeah I think a lot of my followers are like like yes talk about that part yeah I think it's so awesome when you see a writer draw from personal experience and stories because it always feels that much more genuine. So it's really cool that that's where you get your inspiration from. When was the first time you really felt yourself come home to yourself, as you like to say? Mm. Oh, that's such a good one. (laughs) I would say I guess it was like the first baby girl thing that I wrote to myself, the first letter. Actually, the first one that I wrote was almost like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, like, make the account at that time, and it kind of was, like, a standalone, but it was this piece, and it's in, um, it's one I haven't posted yet, but it's, basically, I, like, wrote to myself, and I'm like, hey, like, baby girl, like, I know you're always, like, you're so worried that you're, like, not gonna live this, like, epic, beautiful life, but, like, here's the thing, like, you have, and you are, and I, like, wrote this list of, like, everything I was proud of myself for, mm-hmm. um, like, all the traveling I've done, or, like, the kind of those ha- headline things, like, oh, you've traveled the world, like, you got to college degree you got a master's degree and then like I got more and more specific of like what about this time like you stood up for yourself like you're amazing um and I like it's kind of weird I like recorded myself reading it to myself and it was like I think the first time I'd ever done anything like that I'm more like a person who thought that I had to be overly critical of myself to grow I never like considered that you that generosity is actually like you know gonna make me grow and I think that was like the start of this sort of journey that I've been on yeah, that started like four or five years ago. And I would definitely say that was the time when I was like, yeah, like I am proud of myself. I'm awesome. (laughs) That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Moving on to your career as a teacher. um, What do you teach? I teach fifth grade humanities. Humanities is mostly reading and writing. And then I sprinkle in some social studies and social justice here and there. Cool. (laughs) What inspired you to become a teacher? I come from so many teachers. My mom, brother, uncle and grandma are all teachers um and so I actually like didn't necessarily want to be a teacher I think a lot of my like adolescent years I think I wanted to like break away and like do something else I really wanted to like work for a fashion magazine and be very like double wears Prada or something and then I think you get out into the world and you realize that that like looks one way in movies and is very different when you're trying to do that and I did some internships with like publishing and like online media and just like wasn't for me um so yeah I went back to my roots and like all my family members who aren't teachers they're nurses and social workers and park rangers and government workers like we're all service jobs people and I was very much like in raised with that value that like you should use your skills and the things that you're good at to help other people and to like build community I find that yeah that's like so rewarding it's more rewarding than any paycheck or any like perk I love talking with students I love watching them grow and also like teaching is like it's just fun it's funny and it's fun (laughs) and like it's ridiculous and you have to have a really good sense of humor and no day is like ever the same you know it's like funny when I talk to my friends who work off to jobs and it's like what'd you do today it's like oh spreadsheets what did I do today well we had a dance party and then you know (laughs) um yeah so I like I think it very much speaks to like my skill like who I am and like my skills so I'm really glad I found my way back here (laughs) are there any experiences you've had as a teacher that sort of like touched you or made you feel like you're really happy to be doing what you are yeah my very first year as like a credentialed teacher 
that that was the 2016 when the election was happening and a lot of my students in Oakland, a lot of them are children of immigrants. And so that was just like a really like kind of like there was a lot of conversations happening about that. And I just saw like these third graders, they were like, let's write letters to Congress. Let's try to make people happy. Let's try to bring people together. And um, mm-hmm. I had the students, a couple of them, and I ended up leaving that school, but they wrote me these letters and they were like, you inspired us to like want to make the world better. And like you, t- you told us that like we could. And I thought I'm like, getting all choked up. But yeah, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like this is it. Like it doesn't like matter like necessarily what side of these conversations you're on. It's just like the fact that the students felt like they had a voice and it was because I was like, yeah, like, let's do this. Like, whatever you're feeling, let's do this. And that's, I think my like number one thing as a teacher, I want my students to leave knowing that they're not just like problem identifiers, they're problem solvers. Like they have all the tools they need. They can do it. That's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) What advice would you give to girls listening to this podcast? Um, I was wondering for this one if I could actually read one of my pieces. Yeah, I don't know if course. I posted this one. Um, and then I can maybe talk a little bit about why I wanted to share this advice. Yeah, okay, I'm going to like pull this browser away just so I can read it off my computer. <clears throat> this one doesn't have a name. Uh, this one needs a name, but maybe you can help with that. <laughs> okay. This one goes, baby girl, magic is never accidental. You don't just walk into the right room one day and suddenly you are. The only people who stumble into greatness are the ones that had it handed to them or took it and called it their own. Anyone worth their salt got it from the salt on their brow. Your relationships, your dreams, your peace, your humanity, your magic, you must be the one to build it. When you call up the world and demand your tools, you should have something to say for yourself. You want your magic? Go on then. Magic is many things. It's also only what you make of it. It is humble. It is planned. It is hard fought. It is clear eyes and steady feet. Know the weight it carries in each hand, each scar it carved, and the stain it leaves. Map your steps and trace them often. Know exactly how you met your magic so that you may meet it many times again until it is nothing more than an old friend. And I wanted to share that because I thought that that's like a... (laughs) That was one of like the biggest realizations I've had this year is I I never considered myself to be someone that already had the tools that I needed. Like I thought like one, it's this thing you keep thinking like, one day I'm going to be this person I want to be, or I'm going to have these things that I want, or I'm going to make the change that I want. And it's like this future, you just like look towards it and hope it's going to be. And then I had this realization like, duh, like, no, like you have to do it. Like no one else is going to do it for you. And you have all the tools you need. Like you have them all. You can make your life as magical as you want it to be. And you, you should definitely want it to be hard. I think that was the other thing is like, I wanted things to be easy and like, you're not going to learn anything that way. You should want it to be challenging. Yeah, that's the advice. And just, like, love yourself. Like, give yourself compliments every day. Because, like, when you make jokes about yourself or, like, say you can't do it, like, your spirit doesn't know the difference between a defense mechanism and the real thing. So, like, give yourself compliments every single day. That would be what I would say. I really like the way you worded that about your spirit and the defense mechanism. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah, like, I had that, like, thing, like, that's, like, been a big game changer, too. It's, like, oh, my spirit, like, doesn't know when I'm making a self-deprecating joke or if I actually mean that. It goes both ways, too. Like, when you give your spirit compliments, it doesn't know that maybe you don't all, all the 100% mean it. It's just, like, yeah, like, I got this. Um, <laughs> it goes both ways. <laughs> I think a good title for that piece might be Inner Magic. Inner Magic? Yeah. A notes on Inner Magic. I like that. <laughs> 
Oh, thanks. Lindy's a poet, so... <laughs> I, just... <laughs> I don't think I remember to mention that. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really a nice pleasure. Talk to you. Yeah, thank you so much. I've been, like, looking forward to it all week. All Girls Considered believes in a world where girls and women matter. You can support our work by donating at www.allgirlsconsidered.org slash donate right now. We can't do this without you.